the best way to what somebody might want to read for us. Juju, is that Juju? Who is going to read for us? Yes. Okay, good. I'm here today, you are eager to read. Wow. The Lord is working. So, this is something. I want to end this on the move. Then Peter came to Jesus mm -hmm. and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother? Things mm -hmm. again. Up to seven times. Jesus answered, uh -huh. I tell you, not seven times, but seven to seven times. Mm -hmm. I continue. Yes, yes. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. Wow. The be careful of marrying a man who is going home. Be careful marrying a man who is going. <laughs> if you marry a man who is going, you can be sold, I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't spend all your money doing the wedding and later you are going. No, 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 no. Take it to the ladies now. In the name of Jesus. Try to put according to the side, according to the side of the man. If not, uh, it's possible that both of you. I will end up somewhere. It is very, very well. <laughs> Amen. Did you see the, the prices of your, of your wedding gowns? The ones you see, they are too expensive. Please check something else. Check out for another wedding gown. We need a less expensive one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Then they said, um, verse, yeah, verse 26. Then the servant fell on his knees before him. The patient which me, he begged, I will pay back everything. So he, so the servant, so the servant fell on his knees before him. So you can see how the servant was begging him. Amen. He said, "Be patient with me. I beg. Be patient with me. I'll pay back everything." I don't know whether you've had to beg like this before. Uh, it's it, it's almost humiliating. You see a man on his knees begging. Hey, how do you like to see a man on his knees begging? Eh? It's a very serious issue when a man is on his knees and begging for mercy. Yes, I have got to know. The servant master took pity on him and cancelled the debt and let him go. But when that servant went out, uh -huh. he found one of his fellow servants <laughs> who owed a hundred denarii. <laughs> he grabbed him began to began to chop him. Pay mm. back what you owe me, he demanded. The mm. fellow servant fell on his knees and begged him, uh -huh. Be patient with me, I will pay you back. The same thing, the same thing he told the, the master, and the master forgave him. The servant is also telling him the same thing. Almost the same phrase. Jesus is so interesting. He's, he puts the story in a very amazing way. I have continue. But he refused. Mm -hmm. Instead, he went 
He went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what, what had happened, they were greatly distressed and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said, I cancelled all your debt. I cancelled all the debts of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your on, on your fellow servants just as I had on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother I didn't see a direction.
and the lungs oxygenate the blood, it comes back into the heart and has pumps it through the outer, whatever, into the other parts of the body. Hallelujah. And this is a little bit of my science is very media. Amen. So <laughs> I don't get the most like. So, so you see that the heart, the heart is a receiving organ and a giving out organ. Now, when the heart is dead, you are sure it's one of the vital organs. I think we have five vital organs. It's one of the organs that when it dies, you just know that the human being is finished. It's one of the things we have to check to find out whether the person is finally born. When the heart stops beating. Hallelujah. So the heart, when the heart becomes hardened, when the heart is hard, we call it, I don't know what to call it, but all these coronal diseases, um, all these um, hardening of the cells of the vessels, it cannot receive blood and it will not be able to pump blood out. And most times it is hardened by fats, it's hardened by so many other things in the body. Amen. So that's why you to eat healthy. But I'm just this That's why it's good to eat healthy. The blood needs, uh, the heart needs to be flexible. The heart needs to be able to receive blood and to give out blood. When the heart is hardened, it will not be able to do its function. And this man here is a hardened man. His heart is hardened. He has received, but he cannot give out. And it's because of a hardened heart that is due to so many things. And this is why I was talking about how our hearts are hardened in life. Hallelujah. And you can see in Jeremiah chapter 4, I'm going to read it, Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 3. Something to read for us. Jeremiah 4, verse 3. Yes, you can let it read for me. Jeremiah 4, verse 3. Now, 
And do not show among thoughts. The response is circumcise yourself to the Lord. And here he's dealing with the heart. He's dealing with the heart. Hallelujah. And a child of God who is born again, Bible told us in the single chapter of that he was going to have a soft heart. A hardened heart is the heart of a non-believer. So a child of God has a soft heart. A heart that can receive and a heart that can form out. A heart that can receive. A heart that can form out. Right? A heart that receives love, wow. forms out love. A heart that receives mercy, forms out mercy. Hallelujah. Sometimes your heart becomes so hard that it is not even able to receive from God. And this is a guy who has received from the master and is unable to give, unable to give out. Hallelujah. In Hosea 10, verse 12, we don't really write it down. He talks about the same thing. He says, Break up your unplowed grounds. Break up your plant. Because these guys, they are halfway hardened to hardened guys. Hallelujah. And we saw how things can make you happen in this life. Amen. Go with me to, um, what was it? Hebrews chapter 3, Hebrews 3, verse 15. We start from verse 12. Hebrews 3, verse 12. Either Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12. Hebrews 3, verse 12. Some of the words we pass, I'll just read from here. Hebrews 3, verse 12. Yes, everybody will read from us. Yes, I will go. Let's go. Beware of brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of an unbelief in the pattern of the living God. Hallelujah. He says, Beware. Beware that you, your heart, does not become unbelievers. Beware also for your brother. Uh, check your heart and check the heart of your brother that you don't become unbelievers. You know, it is serious. With time, brother, sometimes you are in the church, you are going, you are coming, and it was not actually put in the church, but not to unbelievers. Hallelujah. Their hearts were subject, their hearts were, were believing hearts when they became born again. But in time, with the things of this world, the issues of life and all that, your hearts can get hardened. Your hearts can get hardened. Bible says that uh, a, a man went to show. And Bible says the first place his seeds fell to was this was a pathway. How do you get a pathway? A pathway is a place people have walked on. Many times. People have walked on. And in life, when people walk on you many times, if you don't take care, your heart becomes hardened. Hallelujah. So he continues to say, Beware, be careful, see to it that your heart does not become hardened, your heart does not become strongly unyielding. The next one, unbelieving for the best 13 and a half. But encourage one another daily. So you see, when you are, your heart is hardened. Your heart is unbelieving. That's one of the things you see with your heart. It is hard. Somebody has said to you, somebody has you know, disturbed your life. The professor is trying to disturb your life. Very soon you don't take it. Your heart becomes hardened. And you are unbelieving. Hallelujah. Somebody has stolen from you. Somebody has betrayed you. Somebody has lied about you. With time, you realize that your heart starts to become unbelieving. You don't trust people again. You don't see, we start not trusting people. There's no that. Mm -hmm. There are 
I don't trust you. I have trust issues. Now, um, as long as I have serious trust issues now, we need serious And you can check that 
Don't take that by God. Take that how you deal with people. Ah, that is what we saw with this man. We realized that because his heart was hardened, he could not have mercy on another person. Each time you are becoming on impatience with people, each time you are not trusting people, each time you are not at peace with people, you just know that your heart is gradually getting hardened. Don't say that me, I forgot when I go to you, I'm going to I don't want to go to But in the house, everybody knows you. This uh, Paola, this is, I don't forgive. If you do, I do you some. Two for two, eye for eye, nose for nose, you pass me out If everybody knows you in your house like that, and then it's high time. Your heart is hardening. You are becoming unbelieving at a certain point. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to continue. Not to become hardened and unyielding. Amen. Try. Continue to try. Continue to try. Continue to try. And let the things of this world finish. Ease out of your mind. It is not a mistake. It is not a Your heart is most important. I must say that out of your heart comes all the issues of life. So if your heart is hardened, I don't want that to come out of your life. Then I don't want you, I don't want you to destroy people. People whose hearts are hardened, hard on you, ten religious. You say one, you say ten. They will be half ten hundred answers why they will not they are not they will not listen to what God is saying. I want to look at two guys, two people, two kinds of people who went through um, difficulties and one was not hardened and one were terrible. One was very, very terrible. Um, second Corinthians, second Corinthians chapter, chapter 4, no, chapter 11. Second Corinthians chapter 1. I'm going to chapter 4. I should deal with how to deal with these issues. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 11. Um, we could start from the verse um, 21. Um, or we just go to the verse 23 and read it if you want. Verse 23. Hallelujah! We are getting soft hands, so soft things, soft things. Your heart is like, uh, I don't know what's the softest thing you can think of. Huh? No, it's bread. His bread is very soft. I, I, I bet all of you are not getting Uh, I work much harder. 
I'm with my child. Being in prison more frequently than this. He has already been in prison. Let me see your face. Has he already been in prison so far? Is anyone that has been in prison? Such a prison.
countries are supposed to buy. But this was when um, the story of Joseph was being told when they had gone to Egypt to look for food. And Joseph had already become a prime minister, and Joseph was in charge of all the food and everything. And um, Joseph had his brothers visit him, and he had the opportunity to talk to them. Uh, and uh, when Joseph was going through the prayer, Joseph tried to drill them to see whether they are changed, to see what their hearts were, to see even whether his brother uh, Benjamin is still alive and all that. And uh, at a point, uh, they said something. They said something that is very revealing. Uh, you don't see it in the story of Joseph when he was being sold as a slave. But you see it here. Uh, the verse 21. The verse 21. Let me start from the verse 18 so that you get a glimpse of the story a little bit. Uh, the verse 18. On the third day, Joseph said to them, Do this and you will leave, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers stay here in prison, while the rest of you go and take grain back for your starving household. Uh, um, he wanted to see his brother Benjamin, so he was trying to use that to get them to go and bring his brother. The verse 20 now says, But you must bring your youngest brother to me, so that your words may be verified, and that you may not die. This they proceeded to do. The verse 21, they said to one another, Surely, surely, we are being punished because of our brother. <laughs> we are being punished because of that. Now, the brother they are talking about is Joseph himself. They are saying we are being punished because of our brother, the brother that we saw. You can see that the, the evil they did had not left them. The guilt was still with them. And they said that, hey, now we are being punished because of that brother. Our brother that we saw that. Like God is paying them back. He says, we saw how distressed he was. When he pleaded with us for his life, Joseph, when he was sold, when he was being sold, Joseph pleaded, Beg, please have mercy on me, don't sell, don't sell me. And, and you can see in the story, uh, Ruby tried many attempts to save him, but no, it was to no avail. And you can see how Joseph was pleading, begging, was in distress. Oh, he was weeping before them. Says, please don't sell me. Please don't sell me. But they sold their own brother. They sold their own brother. I don't know how bad this can be. When your own brother, your own brothers, your own sisters can sell you into slavery. You are worth a few pieces of silver. You don't want to see it again. Just disappear. Just go. Just, just because you had a dream. And came to tell them your prayer. You didn't understand how to say it. Hallelujah. So they sold him. But he was pleading for his life. He pleaded with them for his life. But we will not listen. That's why this distress has come upon us. That's why we're in this distress. Now, the guy that they sold, they didn't know it. The guy they sold is the one who is in front of them talking to them. And Joseph was behaving as if he could only speak uh, Egyptian language, he couldn't understand Hebrew. But you understood all that they were saying. <laughs> and look at all themselves. Do you I'm sure Ruben was there. Ruben said, Do you see? Do you see? Do you see? Do you see? I told you people not to sell that guy. We are in this issue because of how we sold. But what I want you to see is how they felt, how he fed them. And 
Secondly, there's comfort that comes. Thirdly, there is sharing. The Holy Spirit will share with you. He shares things with you. Hallelujah. Fourth, there's tenderness. Fifth, there's compassion. Compassion that comes. Compassion that comes. He says, then make my joy complete. By being like-minded, having the same love, being one in the Spirit, and one in mind. Hallelujah. When you stay with Jesus, encouragement comes. Hallelujah. Comfort comes. Your heart finds it hard to remain hardened or to be hardened at all. I believe growth in Christianity is, is this very thing. Maturity in Christ is this very thing about not being hardened by the things of this world. The more you stay with God, the more discouragements cannot harden you. The more discouragement, disappointments cannot take you off. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So the first thing you need to do when you are in sex issues or just normally as a life, as a life, because we are plenty that is in this world, God comes to the world. You see this sense. But it says, as we as we as we have as we have um fellowship with Christ, as we are sharing with the Spirit, hallelujah, there's tenderness, there's compassion, softness, you have to be soft. That's why as a Christian, when you are not praying, when you are not degrading the Bible, when you think that is happening to you very, very fast, like, it's like someone who is not exercising, you are not going for job, you are not going for running, you are not, you know, it's like your heart is naturally hardening. And when we practice prayer, when we practice meditation, when we practice journaling, when we practice solitude, a time alone with God, being with God in, in our nice, secret places, you know, it is six times that God gets to speak with your heart. He gets to soften your heart. He gets to bring tenderness and compassion. People that have, have made you angry and whatever, that is when your heart turns around towards them. It comes from our time. The and you cannot remain uncomforted. Some of us refuse to be comforted by him. We refuse to be. But it's because you don't stay there. You don't stay there with him. It is not possible that you read this Bible and you meditate on it and you have had in heart. It is not possible. I'm telling you. God, the Holy Spirit will find a way to share something with you. Uh, you forgive that auntie. You even take your phone that day. You call you take your phone and call that auntie. You call that uncle. Before you might even send him money. Yeah. Hallelujah. And if I'm the one that I've made you angry, just call me. Just send me money. Don't forget to have a money. You will not be bad at all. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so there are things that have made us angry, there are things that have hurt us, there are things that you know, we've been through, and, and some of like those are our stories, I know we've been through things. I know our hearts are hurting, our hearts are, you know, I know that. But you know what? If you stay with this Lord, you have to sort that. You have to sort it out. Hallelujah. Jesus will encourage you. Encouragements that comes from being with Jesus, in fact, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would have remained married without this Bible. I don't think I would have been a pastor up to now with this without this Bible, without this secret place. 
But God has a comforting system. He can wrap his hands around you. You know, when my father died, I was so discouraged. I was so discouraged. Uh, I remember going home at his funeral and I couldn't even, I couldn't even cry. I was, I was discouraged and very hurt because my father really never loved me. He never really loved any of us. I don't know if he really loved me. I think I was even the closest to him. I knew, I knew how many of us, I don't know, I don't know whether I ever had my father. I don't think so. Very distant, very difficult to deal with. He beat us, he molested us, he did anything. And when he died, I was just happy. I was looking at the grave and I, I was almost guessing, why did you love us? Couldn't you have done better than this? I remember when I came home and, and my mom had, had also died. It was so difficult. I came back to Congo and uh, I was just, I was just crying, I was just crying in, in my hall. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't understand how, like, so like, I don't have a father in this world. Like, I don't have anybody who would just be like a father who loved me. I was very angry. And the man was gone. I was crying over him. But my dad was a ex man, as I was saying in the on Sunday. And he asked me, if I don't take care, I'll get my children. If I don't take care of my children, I'll get my children. And uh, I was just there crying before the Lord and like, I said, God, I don't understand how this is. And I remember my wife was pregnant at that time with Emma, and uh, I was expecting a baby. I was wondering how far that would be like. And I remember just in that hall, how God just wrapped his arms around me. It was such a presence of God. It was so much huge and so intense that he wrapped his arms around me. And he says, I'm your father. I'm truly your father. I was shocked. I was surprised. And then he says that he had never moved. Neither moved about my mother. In fact, I used to read every face of first April. My close. When she finds me somewhere weeping, she just doesn't want to check the dates. <laughs> first April. Thank you. 
give an encouragement to be attendant. That should be something. And I was telling my story to some people, and uh, I think it was a couple of days before that. And it was just asking, just how come we have come back like this? How come we have come back like this? You went through all this in your life, and you are like this. And just have no other explanation than the fact that God has comforted. Some of us need to be comforted. You are running from here and there from one man to another man. In fact, it is even worsening your case and making your case more difficult. You are becoming more other and other and other because you are not ready to go. To come out of this, you have to go. Say, God, I'm here. I come to you. I come to you. I come to you. You are the one who made the ask. If there's anything wrong with my ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, have an operation there. Do something that comforts me, massage it, massage me, and he knows how he's going to do it in the name of Jesus. Receive that from him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice who is struggling with any other thing that makes it difficult for you. Receive comfort from the comforter. Hallelujah. Accept his comfort. Accept his comfort. Sometimes you refuse to be comforted. And the way we refuse to be comforted is by refusing to go to him. We refuse to go to him for encouragement. Father, we thank you. We bless you, man. Hallelujah. The next thing I want you to do as you receive the comfort of God, the next thing I want you to do is what Paul said, second Corinthians chapter 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Oh, thank you, man. We bless you. Sing the word Jesus for. Ooh. Are you there? Verse 4. Verse 7. Say the Jesus the 4, verse 7. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, receive comfort from the comforter. Receive comfort from the real comforter, the one who is able to make your heart soften in the name of Jesus. Do not allow your heart to be hardened by the things of this world. Do not allow your heart to be hardened by offenses. Don't, don't. Run to the comforter. Run to him daily. May he massage your heart for you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I pray that you will wrap his arms around you. I pray that your heart will receive a warmness that you have never seen before. Oh, a comfort that you have never had before. That will make all your pain foolish and stupid. The things you are holding on to, you just carry it. And you will give that comfort to others. Hallelujah. If you have experienced failure, may the Lord encourage you. May the Father himself encourage you. May encouragement come from the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. And go ahead and encourage those who are who have failed, who are in the those who are in difficulty, go ahead and love others in the name of Jesus. Guard your hands. I believe from today you keep your hands as treasure. That is, that is, what, that is the most important part of it. Your hands. You keep it as your treasure. Let's see what you to do here. Paul, the verse 7, he says, We have this treasure in just of plenty to show that this all surpassing power is from God. And not from us. Hallelujah. 
We are hard pressed on every side. But not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. I know you dance with this song. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. I know you like to dance with it. It's a verse in the Bible. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, We are not pressed. We are, we are pressed. <laughs> but then we are struck down, but we are not destroyed. We are perplexed, confused. I don't know if you're confused like me before. Confused about what life is. Hallelujah. We always carry around in our body the death of Christ, so that life, so the life of Christ may also be revealed in our bodies. Hallelujah. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Christ's sake, so that his life may be revealed in our mortal bodies. But let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go to the verse. is saying, see what he says in the verse. Therefore, therefore, we do not lose heart. Now, when therefore comes, we know that something has come. Now, he says, therefore, we do not lose us. Though outwardly we are wasted away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. We are being renewed day by day. So, you see, you have to be with Jesus continually to receive encouragement, to receive suffering, to receive compassion, to receive renewal day by day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us tell now. For our light. <laughs> For our life and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Hallelujah. What is called the notice? For our life and momentary troubles. I say, hey, Apostle Paul, what are you talking about? Pastor Paul, hey, for our life and Paul called his problems light and momentary. Light and momentary. Light and momentary. He trivialized the issues. He trivialized the beatings. He trivialized the flogging. He trivialized the dangers in on the sea, the dangers on the mountains, the dangers of betrayals of, of bad brothers. He trivialized, he said they are light and momentary. Light and momentary. <laughs> this is how the devil gets us. You are in trouble in your family. You are in trouble with your wife. You, are, you have a, a power with death. And the devil will tell you, you know what? This is how you get to keep forever. No pleasure for you in this marriage. <laughs> but if you can stand on your feet and say, you know, Paul God is promised light and momentary, which means that it will end soon and they are light. He gave the name to it. Nobody called it that for him. He gave the name to all of us that all our problems are light and momentary. Bible calls all your problems light and momentary. So, how come you make your problems so hard and so difficult? You carry this like a weight that you can carry. This is all that's happening to us is light and momentary. Can you give a name to what has happened to you? Can you give a name to it? If you have to give a name, what name will you call it? All that has happened to you. One name we call it. Paul says his own and all of us our own. They are light and momentary. Our problems, our issues are light and momentary. How how do we call your problems? Hallelujah. 
Can you find a new name for it? Can you find a new name for the issues? Let me go this issues. The Bible is called like a commentary. When you come to God, you are, you are praying. Let's say, Father, I come to you with the light and momentary problems. <laughs> the, the light and momentary problems that are passing away very soon. That are even achieving for me something very, very big in the name of Jesus. I thank you. It is taken away in the name of Jesus. Can you give a name to you? Do you know how how our hearts, how our prayer life will change? And we come to God if we begin to place a name. If it's a different time, I was abused, I was molested, I was raped. I can write a commentary. Pastor, what did you say? Did I, hear, did I hear the pastor well? Yes, he heard it very well. According to the Bible, I didn't say it. He says they are nice promise. Can you give a name to it? Can you stop carrying it? Can we be like Paul? He says, My problems are like the They are passing away. In fact, ah, in fact, they are actually achieving for me a certain glory. Can you give these three names to it? Light, momentary, glory. Hey! Can you give it to me? Three. And see how the problems will become unbelievable. The light problems. The light problems. Don't stay so worried. You can only get this if you come to them. Hallelujah. And agree with them. Lights and momentary problems. Lights and momentary problems. My lights and momentary problems. But don't be calling mine. Call it the lights and momentary problems. Then the third thing I want you to see. I want you to see. Genesis chapter 1 5. We're going to read a bit here. I feel like standing now. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, wants it, he wants me to just sit down, but I look like I'm, I'm, I'm just teaching. But I want to stand up. Can I stand up? It's okay, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to preach. I'm just. I just want to stand up. This way. I feel more comfortable. The chair is too comfortable. Genesis chapter 40, chapter 45, Genesis 45. Man, that is yes, that's right. Genesis chapter 45. Oh, help us, Lord. Please, what name are you giving to your followers from today? Tell somebody for me, type and tell somebody for me, nice and momentous moments. I can see joy telling courage. You know what? My problems are light and momentary. Hallelujah. Amen. The best one. He says, then Joseph could no longer control himself. You see, this is when Joseph is beginning to reveal himself to his brothers. Before all his attendants, and he cried out, Have everybody leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept. So lovely that the Egyptians heard him. 
and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Can you imagine a man weeping so, so loudly? Have you seen a man weeping so much? Uh, I remember one day I was going to work in a certain town. I had to leave my wife and child here. Wow. My wife was very strong. She said, I have to go. Go and find food because you have to go. <laughs> and I was weeping. I went all the way up to the taxi. I went to the taxi. The man was watching what was wrong with me. The old man appeared. I sat in the train. I was still weeping there. Until I got to the town, the week there, weeping yesterday. Then she started weeping from here. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the man wept so much. He wept so loudly. That the Egyptians heard it. And Pharaoh's household heard about it. They were saying, Jesus said to his brothers, I'm Joseph. My father, it's my father's only. But his brothers were not able to answer. Because they were terrified at his presence. Let us fall. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I'm your brother Joseph. The one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed. Do not be angry with yourselves for sending me here. Because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. Wow. 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 It was who sent him there? Don't listen to Jesus. <laughs> who sent him there? Was it the brothers? He says, God sent me ahead of you. Brother, you were sent there. Some things happened to you, but Joseph had a perspective that God sent him there. They did that to you, but if you can see that God, God has, has something in this one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God sends me here. God sends me here. You see the heart of Joseph? Still soft. He's feeding his mothers. He's taking food back to his father. He didn't behave like that man. He didn't pay back evil for evil. No. For two years now, there, there has been famine in the land. And for the next five years, there will be no famine or rebellion. But God sends me ahead of you to preserve for you the remnants on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then, it was not you who sent me here, but God. Wow. It was not you who sent me here. That's God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then it says in here, uh, where am I? The verse what? The verse 8. Uh, but God, the verse say, then it says, He made me father to Pharaoh, Lord of his entire household, and will not call him for God in the first time. Now hurry back to my father, say to him, This is what the son Joseph says. God has made me Lord of all it is. Come down today, don't delay. You shall live in the region of Geshem, Goshen, and be near me, you, my children, and grandchildren. Your, you, your children, your grandchildren, your flocks, your heads, and all you have. The I'll provide for you here uh, with them because 
five years of funding are still to come. Otherwise, you and the household and all belong to you will become the best job chances. You can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin. That it, it is really I who is speaking to you. Tell my father about all the unaccorded meaning in the world and about everything you have seen. And bring my father down here with you. And that was it, the words, and the words, and the words. Hallelujah. How we be like Joseph? I call it Mary the Joseph's mother. See that God has wants to use what has happened to you to bring about a deliverance. If you can see that, you are climbing up. Hallelujah. God wants people, see, this is what I see. God wants people he can entrust. Bible says that he makes his rainfall on what? On the wicked and on the righteous. God wants people who and sit on his seat and feed those who disturb him. Feed those who don't like him. Feed those who don't care about him. And still feed those who care about him. God wants you to do good. He's looking for people who climb up into his ladder and sit on his seat and say, I bless you, evil. You did evil to me, I bless you. You did good, I bless you. God has too many people to feed for you to only think of feeding those that feed you, those that did good to you. God will not give you a high position. When I came to understand this, I realized that ah, I cannot be angry, I cannot be bitter. I have to feed others who don't like me. I have to feed others who, who um, attack me. I have to feed others who think evil of me. He wants you to feed them. And if you can realize that what you are being, what you are going through, God wants to use it to feed all these people. Like the way that has feeds all the parts of the body. If any part of the body does not like it and eats the heart, the heart will still feed that part of the body. And so you have to become like that. Joseph did not go back. He fed the very people who sold him to slavery. The very people who begged, who he begged to allow him to They did not allow him to live. But he fed them. God wants to use your kids. God wants to use your situation to feed others. You cannot remain bitter. You cannot remain angry. Your heart cannot become hardened. Because once it is hardened, out of it flows the issues of life. And nothing will flow out of you. And you can't receive from God. You can't even hear from God. He says, when you hear his voice, do not have your heart. It means that having heart cannot hear from God. Hallelujah. How am I going to climb up to Jesus and feed those who hurt you? That man who abused you, that person who abused you in that family. Ah, my God. How am I going to climb up with Joseph? The very brothers who should have protected him. Sometimes it is more difficult when you have such people around you. Those who should have kept you and protected you and helped you. And God is expecting you to do that. Can you see a great deliverance coming out of your problem? Can you see a great deliverance coming out of what has happened to you? A great deliverance for many others. Can you see? If you can see it, you are with Joseph. Hallelujah.
The last thing I'm going to tell you because of time is that I want you to climb up in life. Climb up. You know, Joseph, it was easier for Joseph to forgive because he was already high. Joseph had climbed up the ladder. Joseph, that's when you are there and you are down. And you think about those that put you down. She won't do it. She won't kill them. But if you can climb up, if you can climb up in life, climb up in life, go up. Yes, you are here. Yes, you are whatever. Climb up. Give yourself to God. Let God feed you. Let God comfort you. Let God protect you. Let God speak to you. Let God encourage you. Climb up. Don't stay there. See, the worst thing I don't like about this issue is the fact that we become stagnant. We become stagnant. We don't do anything because we are hurt. I just hurt my heart. My heart is bleeding. Pastor, my heart is bleeding. Pastor, I am bleeding. I am sure you are not waiting for yourself. Your heart is bleeding. I'm, I'm bleeding. She has, she has left me, oh, Pastor. My heart is bleeding. Ah, you fail. You begin to bleed more. You bleed more. Climb up. Even if you are not happy, climb up. Climb up in life. Climb up. Hallelujah. Still with God. And remember that what has happened to you will be used for a great deliverance. God is going to use mighty. God is going to use mighty. And each time, each time I hear somebody, each time I hear somebody with a bad story, oh, I was this, I was that, I was this, I can see that God used you. I can see that people God uses. Because anybody God uses was born in affliction. Everybody. Moses was born in affliction. Everybody God uses. We're going to pray right now. I want God to begin to to lift you up. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 25, when we read the last night on Sunday, as we are going to some of the Sunday uh, verses we read. Isaiah 22, sorry. Isaiah 22, we're going to pray. I can see somebody crying up. Hallelujah. How many are going to climb up? How many are going to climb up? How many are going to climb up? Let me see. Climb up. Climb up. Climb up. Climb up. Climb up. Don't stay there. Climb up. It is nice to be loud. I was praying the Lord told me, we, Elliot, we, we every time. Just we. Continue to we. We every time. Just we. In every case, just we. Don't concentrate on me. My heart will give out. My heart will be able to receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you there? Verse 20. There was a certain man. I will come back to this story, but we're going to just pray. Someone my servant, Elia King, son of Ukiah, 
and clothe him with your robe, and fasten sash around him, and have your authority over to him. Hallelujah. You know, most of the authorities we have, me, I believe my place is a place that God has given me. Every seat you are sitting in is a seat that God has given you. And sometimes he gives you the seat of other people's seats. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, if you are not careful, God can remove you now and put somebody else there. He <laughs> can remove quickly. And God was replacing somebody. Shedna. God was replacing Shedna. One day I will talk about him. Hallelujah. God was saying, I will replace you. I will replace you. In the time of Hezekiah, this prophecy had come to pass. In the time of Hezekiah, Hallelujah. Now, the verse 21, he says, I will clothe you. I pray that the Lord will clothe you. Hallelujah. May he clothe you with royalty. May he clothe you with honor. May he clothe you with splendor. Hallelujah. May he beautify your life in the name of Jesus. So that those who thought that nothing would, your life will amount to nothing. Oh, yeah, because God himself is doing something wonderful with you. You will be a father to those who live in Jerusalem. To the people of Judah, I will place on his shoulder the keys of the house of David. May the Lord place on your shoulders the keys of your family, the keys of the church, the keys of the nation, the keys of the Hallelujah. May the Lord give you the keys of the house where there is treasure in the name of Jesus. What he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. Can you imagine God giving somebody keys? Wonderful keys that will open doors, that will shut doors. I pray in the name of Jesus. I told you how, how forgiveness is linked to having the keys of the kingdom. And Jesus says, Whatever you bound will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose, you lose in heaven. You can see. When you walk in the realms of Joseph, the realms of forgiveness, in the realms of a soft heart, we have receiving and giving out, gives you the keys of the kingdom. I pray in the name of Jesus that some of us will receive the keys of our nations. Hallelujah. May the Lord place a key on your shoulder. Amen. The verse 23. I will drive him like a peg. This is what I want you to pray about. I will drive him like a peg into a firm place. May the Lord place you in a firm place. A place where your finances is fair. A place where your health is fair. A place where your relationships are fair. Hallelujah. Some of us, our relationships are too wicked. They're going up and down. May the Lord make us fair. May you be at a fair place. May your work have a, may have a fair place to work in. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, drive me. Drive our families, drive this ministry, drive our ministries into firm places. May we be firm. May we have firm finances. May we have firm emotions in the name of Jesus. May our emotions be stable in the name of Jesus. I will drive you to firm places. I can see the Lord driving you to firm places. May you be driven to a firm place in the name of Jesus. You can see how shaky this world is. You can see how things are not, things are so fragile. And may the Lord give you something fair. I will pray. I will pray for us. Brothers and sisters, join me in prayer. Let's pray. The Lord will establish us. He send us to firm places in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, in the name of Jesus. That's our daily reality. May you, in the next relationship you enter into, may it be a fair place. May it be a fair relationship. 
in the name of Jesus. A solid one leading to somewhere good, where you are established in your home. May your home be a firm place. May your home be like a firm tree that others will come and rest in, in the name of Jesus. Oh, may the Lord drive you to a firm place. You will become a seat of honor. A seat of honor. May honor overwhelm you, in the name of Jesus. May you be reserved a seat in the family, in the name of Jesus. May they not take a decision without finding out what you think. Ah, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May be honored because you're a servant of the Lord. Because your heart is soft. Because you are climbing up with God. In the name of Jesus. And all the glory of the family will hang on you. This is what I was telling you guys on Sunday. The glory of families are of individuals. Uh, hey! The glory of families are of individuals. And God wants people to enter into realms where He could hang the glory of the family on you. Yeah. 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 Spread about this, and the Lord told me, Praises, there are people around you that want to hang the glory of nations, glory of companies. Look, they, can't, they don't know why they can't sack you. Because since you came to that company, the company has been going further and further and further and further. And as Joseph, as Joseph was recognized by Potiphar, and Potiphar said, oh, Since you came to this house, things have been going wrong. As, as, as Jacob, as Jacob was recognized by Laban, and since you came to this house, things are going on well. The glories of companies are on individuals. The glories of a nation are on individuals. The glory of a family is on an individual. May that glory be of you in the name of Jesus. Decide to move forward. Decide to climb up in life. Yes, yes, yes. When you are saying it has, has nothing to give to you, struggling with men and being angry has nothing to do if you run to God. God will do so many things. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I'll drive him to a friend place. I'll drive him to a friend place. So, why don't you just rise up with me? Just, just rise up with wherever you are. Oh, thank you, Father. I know your camera looks somehow, but just to rise up, just let's go there to your house. Rising in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray, begin to thank the Lord, begin to pray, begin to thank Him. Mandala by a Sicilian Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Thank Him, thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. Thank Him. Ask Him to lead you, ask Him to lead you. Yes, yes, Lord. The Capade, Sitaliano, Sierra, the Padalo, Sitaliano, the Briadala, Sipadalo,
In the name of Jesus, yes, I love it. Yes, Lord. I love the house around us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. So, Lord, I want to spend time with you. I struggle with this, but Lord, I want to. I want to. Ah, help me to draw near to you. Help me to come near to you. Help me to be united with Christ, Lord. As I'm already united with Him. Help me, Lord, to be in a simple place with you. In the name of Jesus. Touch my prayer life, O Lord. Touch my prayer life, O Lord. Touch my prayer life, O Lord. Yes, receive comfort from him. Receive encouragement from him. In the name of Jesus. Tell him now, tell him now, Father, help me. Help me to treat the thing that happened to me as light. Help me to treat them as momentary. Let me not take offense. Let me not be angry. Help me, Lord. Let me, let me release people. My heart is not hard enough. In the name of Jesus. Continue to tell him. Tell him, I want to receive a healer. I want to give to anybody. I want to be like yourself. I want to climb up the ladder and sit high and realize that you will use what has happened to me as ministry. You use it to reach many people. In the name of Jesus. I can see the glory that is coming out of this thing. I can see the glory that is coming out of this situation in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah, and worthy to be 
that we choose, O Lord, to trust in what your word says about us, O Lord. We trust your word, O Lord, no matter what the circumstances might be, Lord. We choose to trust in your word, O Lord, because your word has a lens, the truth, no matter the circumstances, no matter the situation. Yes. Father Lord, and it can be changed no matter the idea, no matter the, the opinion of men, oh Lord. Yes, Father, we thank you. We thank you, oh Lord. Yes, Lord. And today we choose, oh Lord, to forget, oh Lord, we choose to forgive, we choose yes. to, 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 to open up our hearts, we choose, oh Lord. Yes, yes Lord. Yes, Lord. To make our hearts, oh Lord. For you, Lord, to yes. us, for you, Lord Jesus, for yes. your word to penetrate, oh Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. For when we have in our hearts, Lord, we can't do anything, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes. And we invite the Lord to yes. talk to the Lord our Father, Lord. Yes, Lord. I am open, oh Lord. Yes, Lord. I am open, oh Lord Jesus, and say, oh Lord. Yes, Lord. Have your way in our lives, oh Lord. Work in our hearts, oh Lord. Yes, Lord. And today we turn the heart of tomb into the heart of flesh. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We bless your people, Lord. And we decide, Lord, today, Lord, to the tomb of God. Yes, Lord. We decide to give to people, to, to nature, to, to everyone, Lord, who you place under us, Lord, yes, and you who place under us. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bless you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Praying you give it to us, O oh God, and praying we will give it to you, O God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your salvation that has come in our lives, Lord. Yes, for the salvation is the privilege that we have, O oh God, in you, Lord. Yes, Many people are lost in the world, but we are saved. And you are grateful, Lord. Yes, yes, and so as Joseph chose God, not to hold to hold Christ, not to hold to God, they confessed in his brothers and his family, but we choose that we say Lord, we forgive anyone of God that has treated us to God. We forgive anyone of Jesus that has treated us by the God. And we choose to God the life of forgiveness to God. Yes. Choose yes. to live a life of not holding offense in the name of Jesus. And they will live a life of God. Jesus said that we should choose a desire which was prior to give in peace to men of God. But that today, Lord, we desire to God and we desire to live in the name of Jesus. Yes, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, and as a body, oh Lord, you can't be upon us, Lord, as a body, the grace of God. Carry us through every situation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your life. Bless, O Lord, our Father, that you will use, O Lord. Let this ministry in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your opportunity, O God, that even as we are far away from each other, we can still hear your word, Lord. Never a barrier, Lord.